This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Now he's laying down. Ah. We have a special guest today. Yes, our guest star is the one, the only, Mochi Gasman Furman. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mochi Perman is what we call him. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, so he's a guest today, and um, if he becomes obnoxious, he's getting kicked out. I don't think he's going to be a gracious guest, um, unlike some of our others that we've loved. He will make his presence known, that is for sure. Yep, 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 yep. I wonder if any of the people that we're talking about today are cat people. Do you know? Cat people. There's no way Gwyneth Paltrow is a cat person. You think? I honestly, like, she's so... I'm really curious to um, see where our conversation goes with that because, like, I have a new opinion about her now, post-trial. So excited to discuss. Excited to discuss. I also thought that the almond mom narrative would probably tie into that combo, which is I was like... I was like, Katie, we only need two topics today because I feel like we can go in deep on both of these and you know how we get carried away with things. Yes. So we might as well kick it off. And we are going to start start off with a topic that you're like, at first, is this fashion? But hell yes, it's fashion. And we're talking about March Madness, women's basketball, the champions of the league. And that is LSU, who won the mm-hmm. championship against Iowa State on oh just iowa careful oh is it just iowa i'll get you in trouble sorry (laughs) yeah we know i'm not the resident midwestern girl around here so thank you for that (laughs) correction um but katie and i were out on friday night and we were watching the lsu game for the final four and then we watched my alma mater sadly lose to iowa South Carolina. So, but when we were watching the game, we were staring at the screen. We we're like, oh my God, there's so much color. There's pink, there's feather, there's yes. glitter. Like there was fashion on basketball TV. It does not happen. I was obsessed. Like I've kind of been mm, ruminating on the idea of like fashion in sports um, as I'm watching. Like I always think that I'm like, oh, this would be such a cool story, but like it never pans out into anything super interesting or like noteworthy enough to talk about on the pod. But this was like perfect fodder from the commentators down to the coaches. We had people serving looks. It was an all female commentator cast on screen that night, Mm -hmm. which I loved. And I noticed was not the case for the actual final championship game. Mm. I was like, "Mm, okay, haters. But the coach in particular, like you said, the LSU coach killed it. I We were obsessed with watching her on the screen. Like everything that she was um, – pretty much like every movement was un, 
ignorable because of how amazing her outfit was. And this has apparently been the case all season. Yes. And I think the other thing, too, with, like, any photo you see of her. So the head coach is Kim Mulkey. And she's, like, you can tell she's super passionate. Any she's wearing this like feather blazer and her face are so much intensity angry like yelling at the core and I think that's part of it too is that she's like so animated with her like body movements and facial expressions with these like larger than life outfits it's the perfect combination I feel like basketball is the one it's the most fashionable stylish sport out there you hear a lot about Mm -hmm. tunnel looks from NBA players I think WNBA players are finally getting some tunnel look recognition as well Um, but the coaches you know they're always at least on the men's side wearing suits on the women's side I think traditionally you just think more like high heels again Dawn Staley over at South Carolina is like known for wearing her red bottoms on court and I think Kim Mulkey is just taking it to, like, the ultimate next level. So let's do a little background on Kim, and then we're going to dive into the outfits. So she's the first and only college person in college basketball to win a Division One national championship as a player, an assistant coach, and a head coach. She was formerly the coach at Baylor. This is her second season with LSU. And she is 60 years old. So she is serving us, like, all of this major realness and, like, not shying away from, again, the fart sparkles feather sparkles sequins and she did admit to this one publication it was uh the advocate which i think is like a louisiana publication and she said like sometimes i do look in the mirror and i have to like convince myself to wear these outfits but i mean we've all been there and that's how you know it's a good outfit yeah 100 yeah, there's no shame in putting on an outfit and immediately being like can I pull this off? And as long as you come out the other side being like, um, obviously like this is an absolute sleigh, then there's nothing wrong with that initial self-doubt. It's, it's, we all have it. It's natural. And, but it was really nice of her, I think, to admit that, to like, let us commoners know that even the most fashionable feel that way too. And sometimes it's like, you have to flop a little bit to slay because you're not mm-hmm. pushing the boundaries. So like, I feel like you have to have questionable outfits in order to have really good ones. Otherwise it's probably just boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She owns 171 pairs of shoes, 35 championship rings and 29 glittery jackets. <laughs> Again, that was from the advocate. She did a closet tour, you know, when they're like, pay now to read this article and I'm like I don't live in Louisiana like I just want to read this one article and I kept having to like refresh and like scroll really quickly to try to read it so that was quite the challenge your efforts are commendable Uh, yes uh, uh, yeah it's my um, journalism efforts and so okay so she again is known for like girly over the top a lot of her outfits come from the southern store queen of sparkles which might sound familiar if you were on rush talk that is where a lot of those fully sequin insane outfits oh, we're coming from rush talk i forgot about rush talk don't you love how it, like all connects in the end it does yes okay so we're gonna start off before the tournament and we're gonna start off in lsu versus old miss a game in february kim was wearing this hot pink sparkly sequin blazer with butterflies on it and after the game, she was so ecstatic that they won that she gave the blazer to a fan, which I think is the sweetest Aww. thing ever. And then yeah. their mascot, I think maybe the fo- in some of the following weeks, like came out in like the same blazer too. So like everyone's leaning into it. Cute. And then she does have some like more casual outfits. I'll include one on here. It's LSU versus Hawaii on St. Patrick's Day. And it's just like white jeans, a long white Oxford shirt tucking out of like more of a cropped 
sweater that says kiss me i'm a queen and so it's kind of mm-hmm. like a play on irish so i thought some looks where she like tones it down but march madness if you know anything about college basketball and here's the thing you don't need to know anything about college basketball to listen to this conversation mm. uh, but every march all the schools or whoever's ranked that makes the tournament start playing each other and it's just a lot of hype within three weeks and it's really fun if you are into sports to participate in it because it's like so condensed and it's like not like you have to wait like week after week like there's games happening all the time so during the second round against michigan she wore this sequin suit so the top was white with black polka dots and then the bottom is black with white polka dots all over sequins like she's always wearing like a four inch heel and there's like i think in every photo i have on here there's a photo of her squatting on the sideline which i just think is like i can't believe they wear heels for this long on court that is an absolutely amazing point like just imagine wearing heels on a super hard surface and you're walking up and down you're getting hype like you might be jumping like you're running up to your players you have to talk to the refs like you're getting heated. This isn't like, oh, I'm so delicate. Like I'm just sitting at dinner or like I'm at some political function. Like I'm really pulled together and proper. Like, no, this is a basketball game. And she is killing it. Honestly, whoever made this suit, like the flexibility that's happening here in a sequined suit, Mm -hmm. commendable. Yes. Queen of sparkles. So I've yes. most of the outfits on here were either from Queen of Sparkles, Queen of Sparkles, or this next brand that I'm about to talk about. Okay, this is the blazer that definitely did it for me. It caught my attention. I saw it on social media, and I was like, well, "Wait up, hold up, who is this woman?" So this is Sweet Sixteen round. So every name, every round of the March Madness tournament, there's like fun names when she gets to Sweet Sixteen. So this was a blazer by the brand Newburn by Martha Gottwald who you may have seen in season one of Amazon's Making the Cut. She was from Richmond, Virginia. That's where she currently resides, but she's from Baton Rouge, which explains her ties to Louisiana State University. And this jacket is like, I I want this so badly. So it's like some sort of checkered background with flowers and leaves on it. But then going down the sleeves, it's pink feathers and then these giant like pink ruffles. And again, her all of her movements on court are like so exaggerated. And I feel like mm-hmm. the sleeve just emphasizes that. It's so good. She looks like a bird, but like in the best way, in the least derogatory way. Like that is not a mark on her. Like, birds are fabulous, and I'm loving it. Because imagine, like, you're the coach, and you're just waving your arms around. You're so enthusiastic. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a tactic to get the other team distracted. I wonder if she, like, wears cool outfits to practice, too. So, like, her players are acclimated to, like, a dancing sequin on the sidelines where everyone else is like, oh, my God, I can't even play the game because I'm distracted by this coach. I was reading a lot about her, too. And, like, you know, I I think any – person any coach that can win a national championship has to be like a ruthless driven person and like you know like she's very focused on winning the game too which I think is cool that you can show a balance of like focus in the sport but still like have fun with your fashion and she has with it like I can't tell if they're either really really light wash denim or white denim flare jeans and I I think she's wearing a six inch hot pink stilettos with like only one inch platform like I truly don't know how she's wearing these heels 
She's an icon. She is an icon. So then Elite Eight, we get another sequined checkered blazer. Then we go into the final four. She's wearing another outfit by Newburn. And this one is like a hot pink blazer with feather or not feathers flowers all down the sleeve like giant applique flowers very on trend for the rosettes that have been everywhere lately and this is the this is the game that katie and i were watching when we were at the bar and so all the commentators were also wearing jackets by newburn so she outfitted them all that's why they all like looked cohesive I love that. Like, that's amazing. And then if you, I also included photos of the designer in here. So there's like a screenshot of her at the game. But then you can see her outfit that she's wearing. And it's just like, I love her. Like, more is more philosophy. But then she always, Mm -hmm. like, pairs these, like, ridiculous, voluminous, textured outfits with just, like, a trucker hat. Yeah. (laughs) You, You can see, like, why I'm obsessed with her. And I started following her after seeing Making the Cut. And I, like, love, I just love how, like, unapologetic unapologetically glamorous her looks are but she's like but we're gonna keep it cool with a trucker hat I put on a trucker hat for the first time this weekend and I looked ridiculous like it was so big for my head and I'm I have a like it didn't look like an odd shaped trucker hat on the shelf so I'm having a really sinking feeling that trucker hats are not going to be for my head which is a bummer well they come in different sizes like I have some that are bigger and smaller than others so okay so maybe we'll see we'll see if I can find a smaller one because they do look super cool yes Uh, I do feel like I'd have a hard time like I would never think of like this styling but it makes me Mm want to like try new things and then national championship we have a full sequin tiger suit I'm gonna guess that this one is also from you think I'd remember the name because I just said it. Oh, Queen of Sparkles. Queen of Sparkles? Yes, Queen of yeah. Sparkles. Because it looks like the same kind of sequins. And I actually was at this store in Greenville, South Carolina, where my family's from, uh, shopping the same one that my bubble dress is from. And they oh, had yeah. a bunch of Queen of Sparkles in there. And that stuff is mm. pricey. But, I mean, it's very, like, it's yeah. full over sequins. It looks really good in person. But a, yeah, a full sequin skirt was, like, 300 bucks or something, like. For... I mean, these are not your Forever 21 sequins, you no, know? No, no, no. Like you said, this is really well constructed. Yes. So I'm absolutely loving her fashion. I'm, I am so curious of, like, has she – I was trying to do research. Like, has she dressed like this, like, last season? Is this new to this season? Mm. Is this some sort of – I mean, it's a good way to get press about your team out there. Like, is her – does she have a team that's telling her that that matters? Or is she just, like – such a lover of fashion that she's like I'm gonna do what I want yeah I wonder and I would really like to think that like next year right we'll see her again coming out serving looks as the reigning national championship team Uh, but I would also love to hear like a Cinderella story that like she dressed really cute and all of her athletes were like no you got to step it up like you this is your time to shine and they like hyped her up and then she was like yeah you know what you're right and then she went out and she had these amazing outfits and now like this is gonna be her thing you know I bet like the cut or someone's gonna get an interview with her this week and I'm sure we'll find out some details like after I really hope so I'm sure some huge news publication is gonna do a deep dive so there was a mochi hair on my screen. Oh, he made his presence known. <laughs> In my camera. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that wraps up our little NBA. No, NBA. Sorry. NCAA basketball tournament. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she also was apparently um, an Olympic athlete for the U.S. team in basketball. 
um seth was like telling me all these fun facts about her over the weekend like what you were saying about um like where she had worked before and all that stuff and he was like oh yeah and she was also like casually an olympic athlete and i was she's done it all i need to know how tall she is because again with uh yeah with women's basketball i think it's because they're also big that on screen they don't look super like huge but then i no went to south carolina and these girls were like i had taller than me and i'm pretty tall to begin with no, agreed. There was um oh the girl the Caitlin Church Caitlin Clark Caitlin Clark from Iowa, Caitlin Clark from Iowa. Um, so I guess she's like six feet tall, and I just like casually while watching the game was like, oh, I wonder how tall she is. And Seth was like, oh, she's like six feet, and she was standing next to another girl who was like towering over her. I was expecting him to say that Caitlin was like five seven, mm-hmm. five eight. Um, so I think you're dead on with the like, okay, everyone just looks regular sized because everyone around them is giant. <laughs> Let's see if I can find her height. Five mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five four. What? What? That's why she's wearing those sixteen heels so that when she stands next to her players, she doesn't look teeny tiny. Dang. Good for her. That I mean, that must be the driving factor. That's what drives her to wear those heels on court for three hours at a time. I don't know. I don't know. Our basketball game's three hours. That was just a number I threw out there. I feel like they are. I mean, yeah. And then you have press afterwards and stuff and like in the yeah. locker room. Like, I don't think she's probably not putting her flats on when she gets back there. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, if she has a number one fan, it's now me because I want to see more of this. Yes. And the next slew of looks we have so we have like kind of the Mm -hmm. complete opposite end of the spectrum we are going to go from the basketball courts to the judicial courts over with Gwyneth Paltrow in Utah she was in court all last week there's just no way I feel like you didn't know that yeah everyone has seen everyone everyone has seen exactly yes Yes. So we have a lot of court outfits that she wore she wore brands like Mm -hmm. The Row, Laura Piana, Prada and of course, G label by Goop. So, Katie, do you want us to walk us through some of these looks? Sure. The overarching theme for a lot of these looks is quiet luxury, which I feel like people have been talking about online now for a little bit. The first I ever remember hearing about this term quiet luxury was when Charles was teaching us about the Goyard tote and how it's like the bag that's unassuming and yet luxurious if you know you know and all of that. And so I feel like that was maybe a year ago at this point. Like time is irrelevant to me. I have no clue how long ago that was. But it's just been the undercurrent of – trends. I feel like it ties back into the minimalism trend that we've been seeing for quite some time now. And so all of Gwyneth's outfits in this courtroom are a really nice um, representation of that quiet luxury and how there's like a level of class in your opportunities um, to dress and not be ostentatious with your money. Like, there's a difference between flaunting it and just having it and not caring if anybody knows. So like you said, we have a handful of looks. Um, Her first look is just this gray um, blazer and she's wearing like a sweater tank underneath. She has some layered necklaces. She's carrying a bottle of sparkling water. Um, It's anything that you could find like a TikTok Aritzia girly 
wearing on any given day um, on her TikTok or whatever. But I know for a fact that this outfit is not a Ritzia. Like, I'm not sure what it is, but it's definitely not. It's beautiful. It's monochrome. It looks great on her. And it's all gray while simultaneously not being casual, which I do love. I think the key elements here as far as styling is that the blazer sleeves are pushed up over her elbows that will instantly Mm -hmm. make anything look more casual, more worn in, even if it is like all gray monochromatic. And then she has these big, like two chunky gold necklaces on one looks like a heart and one's like a longer circle pendant. And I feel like that is making it look cooler than just like men's suiting moment. And I feel like without the styling touches, we wouldn't be talking about it like this. And that heart necklace is really giving me like Tiffany's necklace back from like, to me, I immediately always think of the Lizzie McGuire movie because she had one on. Um, Don't you And I would kind of like to see that come back. I have a bracelet and it's not a heart. It's just a disc. Mm. So yeah, this one's like a, but from the same era. Yeah. It's really pretty. All right. So then her next look that we have is like a cardigan, a thick cardigan moment with a belt and it's buttoned up the front, worn like a shirt. She has, again, some gold layered necklaces. It looks like a chunky chain. She's rocking some kind of arm party situation here. We love an arm party. And then also just we love an arm party. And then also just a leather like fold over tote with a suede patch on the side, or maybe that's the flap. Um, to close the bag. But everything about this is understated. This could be from Banana Republic or wherever she got it from, where it's incredibly high quality. Like this is probably some beautiful cashmere and, you know, some kind of calfskin leather and true solid gold jewelry. Like these are elevated basics, which is something that we've been talking about as an industry for so long and not the subversive basics where everything's ripped up but truly just like like almost like an old money aesthetic I do like that I feel like all of these outfits are really good inspiration points if you're someone who has to dress more business Mm corporate-esque like you really need to like look like you're a professional at work but you're a fashion girl I feel like these are a good balance of that and I think it's really Agreed. interesting. Um, I, I see what you're saying about like the old money, like uh, quiet luxury. And that's definitely what this is. But mm-hmm. I also think that if you look at Gwyneth Paltrow's style, even going back to the 90s, she's always been very pared down. She's very like she's picking very like simple pieces, not wearing a whole lot with them and just letting like simple clothes like shine for themselves. I feel like she's always been the queen of that. There's so many like Gwyneth 90s photos on my Pinterest boards because I I find myself gravitating towards styles like that too. Maybe with a little more glitz and glam than she's giving us right here. I mean again she's at court but I think it's interesting to see like I feel like you can tell that her style has always been hers and has been evolving throughout the course of her life. I agree. She is someone who has stayed true to an aesthetic and done it really well and aged really well with this. When you were saying that this is a good opportunity for like your business casual girlies to feel a little bit more elevated and fashion girl, I also think that this is a really fun opportunity for people who are closer to Gwyneth's age, like in their 50s, in their 60s even, to look at her and say like, I can still dress fashionably. Like I don't have to be frumpy. I don't have to be showing my body to feel hip or in or fashionable, like there's a way to do it and still feel expressive and also 
um, age appropriate at the same time. Yes. My favorite outfit for this, I'm going to skip ahead real quick, is this, I think it might be navy blue, like a dark navy blue, or it could be black, but it's like a polo sweater that's long sleeve or maybe three quarter sleeves tucked into a flowy midi length skirt tights and then these chunky black boots and i think if Mm -hmm. you're a woman around gwyneth age like you would be into the top half of the outfit and then you'd see the boots and get a little scared but that's when you like should try something new i feel like my mom would like look great and like again the top half she'd be like oh yeah i can do that but i feel like it's the boot that makes that outfit like cool like i feel like in all of these outfits she has like again business casual but then there's like one style or like accessory that really makes the outfit cool and the shoe here is doing it for me i'm obsessed with this outfit it feels very um danish cool girl like it's not overdone and she's killing it like she really is um but also that's gwyneth like i think that And now we can talk about, I guess, like our opinions. She had one other outfit where she's wearing these like cool um, 70s wireframe glasses with like a elbow um, length uh, puff sweater, turtleneck. Um, She also had like a velvet blazer moment with like a shirt buttoned up and some looks like maybe brown corduroys. Personally, I think that's like my least favorite look from her. It's kind of like riding-esque. Yes. Very equestrian. Um. But let's get into like how my opinion of her has shifted. I have always really like taken issue with a lot of the quote almond mom conversations that she starts or like talking about how she's doing all of these crazy things and it just always kind of rubbed me the wrong way because she's so influential and people so trust her opinion on everything wellness and everything trendy and I don't think that that's um, wrong, but I think there's a level of responsibility that is associated with it. I've always felt like is maybe lacking from her. And I don't think that's really changing, but I'm more willing to forgive it and also like get over it because at the end of the day, she is just a trendsetter girl. Like she's always been that way. And that's just her brand. And I I don't know. I think that I grew to like her. I think I, I'm a little more willing to forgive some of those things and put that ownership on the reader. Um, You know, like if you're consuming goop, like just be informed. (laughs) Don't like take like take everything with a grain of salt. Like it's not that deep and that serious. And maybe now I'm like understanding that that is kind of how she approaches it too. I don't know. I think people feel a type of way when they like see what she says or, you know, goop and being like, you know, some of that information is not completely factual or has age well or the stuff they put out right. there. But I think if you like listen to her interviews and the way that she talks about things, I think you're exactly right when it's like, it's not that serious for her. Like, I, mm-hmm. I think it's like her exploring ideas and topics that she's interested in and like, you know, kind of offhandedly like saying some comments, but I feel like I can kind of get like by listening to her interviews and stuff that she's kind of like, she kind of is in on the joke a bit and like works Mm -hmm. with that and plays with it and played up like the whole like vagina candle thing. And like, personally, like I thought that was hilarious and some people like really took it the wrong way. And it's just like, that's how it's being, that's how other people are viewing it. I do think that like recent, interview about what she eats in a day was a little but again it's like it is up to the consumer to like verify that information take it with a grain of salt 
all of that and part of me wonders too i'm like how many of these publications do you think have just like done her completely dirty and like chopped out half of what she said and like we'll just never know and the more that i like listen to like armchair expert for example where they interview celebrities every week and you hear all these stories about like what actually happened versus like what the press reports and i so i just never like really listened to that but i think she is a trendsetter i mean she literally started i i think this like wellness is trendy and cool 100 like that's gwyneth like 100 like she celebrity brand she was ahead of all of that her style is impeccable like you can't hate on it so i feel like she's a polarizing figure but i'm team gwyneth (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna go so far as to say that i am team gwyneth but i'm at least like not in the hater camp yeah because the part that always you know was like upsetting i think is that like gwyneth is this icon of the ultra thin 90s 2000s girl and then to like shift into the wellness space like always felt kind of icky but it's like not really her fault like it's just it's a it's a really swirly complicated conversation so like again take things with a grain of salt and like have some personal responsibility about what you consume Mm -hmm. it's 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 a lot and um I think now more than ever we are aware as a um consumer base to like con- like be taking things in with um, some awareness, um, or at least I hope. Like I feel like that conversation has been had for a little bit of time now. And like if you're not consciously consuming things, like this is your reminder. Like, hey, check yourself. Mm-hmm. Like go through your feeds. Like you don't have to be taking in um, stuff that's upsetting to you. And, um, you know, like take care of yourself. And Gwyneth is not like the reason that you eat six almonds in the morning. And if it is like also check yourself. Like, And it's also like, you know, you can listen to what she says. But if you see her in the video, you're like, that's my my ideal version of health at that age. Then you can take a different route. You know, like it, it truly is up to you. Yeah, like nobody's forcing you. Yeah. To like be like Gwyneth. Um, it's just that like, I don't know. So again, I'm not team Gwyneth, but I am neutral Gwyneth now. Neutral Gwyneth. And can appreciate her um, commitment to staying relevant. And she did win the trial. I don't think we said that. So she got her $1 back. Yes. So good for her. And she made a statement. Great PR moment for her, for her brand, for Goop. Um and really bad business for that opt- optometrist. I heard that he like partially defended himself by saying that he um, didn't see what happened. And then there was like some kind of record of him going into his doctor and being like, yeah, I'm like blind in this eye now. And someone brought it up in court and they were like, so you went to the doctor and said that you were blind. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I use that term loosely. And they were like, sir, you're an optometrist. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like your like your medical credibility is now gone. So I hope you had some nice savings. Um, also, apparently he was like going around saying, um, you know, or like tweeting. I think somebody like dug up some tweets from 2016, and he was like, "Can't wait to be famous after this ski trip or something like that." Like the man was like on a rampage or like on a crusade to get famous. I mean, I just thought that. That's why he sued her in the first place was to get in proximity to Gwyneth Paltrow, and because which her, is so fucking creepy, right? And like her name's always in the press because again, queen of PR. Uh, we need to know yeah. who's her agent and get in there because they're very good <laughs> at their jobs. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're incredible. All right. Well, I think we are ready to talk about some of our outfits of the week, which may or may not be more exciting than the ones that we just reviewed, but that's up for you and us to decide. It's up for interpretation because arguably Gwyneth's outfits were not that quote unquote like interesting per se, but the way that they're put together is interesting. Mm -hmm. My outfits are all over the place this week um, as far as vibe, as far as – composition uh there is is a handful of things to discuss so i think i'm first this week i will kick us off with a reminder that these images are on instagram for you to go check out as you're listening to this episode and that is at verve podcast that's linked in the show notes also on tiktok Mm -hmm. the first of my outfits is an office outfit i have two office outfits from this week I decided to lean into the red trend and I paired my red tights with my red boots and put it under this cotton summer dress from J. Crew. Uh, the bottom is just like a cotton skirt and then it's a ruched halter top on top. So I put my leather jacket on top to make it work appropriate, layered some silver necklaces, and I liked this outfit. I had to give a presentation. I felt like uh, fashionable, but put together, like subtle. Like, hey, I know what I'm doing. The problem with this skirt and tight combo is that Mm. they, like, opaque tights, you know, they're, like, thick. They're fabric. Like, they're not just slippy pantyhose. Mm -hmm. And this is a cotton skirt. So every time I walked, it would just bunch up. Like, it wouldn't, like, let me walk. Like, it was just all caught up in itself. I needed the slip or something underneath. Um, that's why materials so, matter you wouldn't know that though right. until you like wear that outfit exactly so if you are going to be wearing something like this make sure you wear a slip because it's not going to be comfy <laughs> the next outfit for my in-office days is um my long brown velvet skirt I was clearly feeling long skirts this week um Maxi trend from our summer trend edit. Uh, Go listen to it if you haven't yet. And so this has been in my closet for quite some time. Uh, It's thrifted. It's like multi-tiered. It's if you've been around a minute, I've worn it before. But I was gonna say um, I feel like I've almost seen this exact outfit before. But I also have an outfit like that this week that I feel like it's oh great. So I have worn um, almost this exact outfit before. I've worn this with my cowboy boots and a black tank top instead of this white tight-fitting T-shirt and my new pointy Michael Kors stiletto boots. So very similar vibes. Added a belt. Hashtag trend edit. Um, so really, if you haven't listened to that, like go get on it. But yeah, that was kind of the inspiration here was wearing my silver jewelry, um, adding this belt, um, this tank I or t-shirt that I got, um, is like the quote tuckable version of that baby tee I've been really liking. Mm. And I put it on and it just like instantly, uh, transported me back to sophomore year of high school, um, wearing low rise skinny jeans and like a fitted graphic tee. Like that is this shirt. Um, but I feel like we've talked about before, like as pants get lower, we're going to be needing longer shirts. Mm -hmm. So I kept it. Yeah. And a different leather jacket than the day before. This one is like a nineties style. Gwyneth would wear it. 
True. And okay. Third outfit was when we went to our friend's birthday dinner and it was unseasonably chilly that day. So I really did not want to be getting dressed in anything that was bearing any type of skin. So I wore my leather um, Zara pants that zip down the middle. So like they're adjustable. Like if you want to be skinny or you want to be a flare, um, I went for like a slim, tiny flare this time and my leather pocket sweater and some slingback pointy heels. So that was fun. And I liked this outfit. It was low commitment. I paired it with my silver purse. Um, but overall, like it was a really good, like nighttime appropriate, still kept me comfortable, felt fashionable. And it was like a girls Thursday. night out. You know, it's not like yeah. the weekend yet. Mm-hmm, I will say this mm-hmm. sweater is probably one of the best purchases you've made recently because you wear it all the time in like a variety this of ways. This sweater. Yeah, this sweater I bought um, from that thrift that we went to or flea market that we went to at Ministry of Brewing mm-hmm. um, when I also bought that Christian Dior slip dress. And this sweater gets a lot of use because it's black, which is super easy for me. Um, and I don't have a lot of sweaters anymore. I got rid of a lot of my sweaters. I literally have two, three now. Um, so it's just – it is in heavy rotation, but – it's wool. No, I mean so it's all good. It's like good, you, good. like it looks good. You wear it a lot. I think Be yeah. More Flea is actually coming back, maybe next weekend, which I'm excited for. Ooh, yes. yay! My next is a screenshot from a TikTok video. So I'll be getting you a non-word image <laughs> for the actual. Um, it might work. It might work. Listener actually, guide. Actually, I could just cut out that. Okay, well, part. let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled out jeans. I haven't worn jeans in a long time. And these, I don't know. I'm kind of over ripped jeans. Um, And I like the fit of these. And I'm not going to get rid of them until I find something to replace them. But mm, kind of feeling like I want to move on from that vibe. Um, Unless it's like a singular knee hole. Like I'm going to keep my wide leg Zara ones, but not these. I feel like you should like stick them in a bed under your bed or something. Because I have a few, like I have like skinny jeans with like the two knees blown out. Because you know, like that was the vibe. But part of me was like, I'm just like not ready to let that go. But yeah, so they're under, (laughs) they're in a bin under my bed right now. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think that's a very fair, um, that's a fair compromise. And this was to... Um, oh, I'm accidentally doing this out of order. Oh, well. But this was what I wore to go do my TSA pre-check appointment. Um, I know. And yeah, so that should be getting approved soon, which I'm excited about. But I just wore a little white. No, the DMV. Oh, interesting. And Glen Burnie. So I'm trying to get global global entry. Yep. And you can't get an appointment at BWI until August. Yeah. Um, I considered doing that, but our one international trip this year, it wouldn't have gotten improved in time anyway. So I just went for TSA pre-check. So I figured it was like $25 more. My credit card covers it. It includes pre-check. It lasts for five years. Right. Agreed. Like the, so I was the like, I'll just logic is it. all there. But now I'm going to have to do it when I come back from France. They were like, skip the appointment and just like do it when you come into the u.s which is going to be annoying at the time but it will be worth it overall yeah agree that's where i'm at but okay we're aligned on our um you know travel girly upgrades 
Yes, exactly. We're, two girls We're with not waiting uh, in line anymore. ADHD. Good for us. For yes. Yeah, so classic just like outfit formula, white tank, um, oversized white cotton button up, um, square toe ballet flats, silver purse, necklaces, sunglasses, matcha, um, and red lipstick. So pretty easy. I followed some outfit formulas um, for sure this week. Oh, and then my last outfit was to bop around on a Saturday, do some errands, go to a brewery, go to some thrifts, like have a cute little day date. Um, we were attempting to find Seth a blue blazer. How'd that go? And um, we didn't find one. Mm. But he did discover – I don't know if he, like, discovered or if he was just holding it in the back of his head that he was, like, worried it wasn't going to fit. He has this blue chambray suit that I got him from Land's End mm-hmm. when I worked there. And – he just tried it on the other day and he was like, oh, I think it's going to fit. And I was like, okay, cool. Thanks for stressing us out for no reason. Like, hello. But I'm happy that that's picked out now because now I know what color blue his suit is. So I feel like I can find is it a light? dress that's for sure going to match that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's almost like a gray blue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice. I like it. So yeah, that was um the outfit that I wore, which is my new Lululemon skirt. I think this skirt um, I'm getting rid really of really cute. I'm obsessed. I got it on Mercari for $35. Hey, no. And yeah, right? And it's uh, long. So the shorts underneath don't like ride up. Like it's actually long enough to be cute and short and flippy without like showing half of my butt. Also, your legs and are looking very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks running. Um, I haven't – I told myself I was going to run yesterday and today and I did not. So yeah, Katie and I have been discussing that we're on – um, What's it? We're, we're in cutting season right now. We got some yeah. <laughs> pre-summer, pre-summer, pre-summer prep, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and another little like white t-shirt thing, cropped hoodie with like my balloon sleeves. This hoodie is not on its way out, but like I can see the end of the tunnel for it, and I'm real sad. Um, because it's like the perfect cropped with like an oversized sleeve it just like hangs there it's casual I don't have to worry about it or fuss with it and so I'm gonna be sad the day that this dies um well sweatshirts I know the brand so much wear that's what I always yeah. like struggle with because I, I I mean I feel like everyone finds one you become obsessed with it you wear it all the time and it they lose their luster they don't last long they do and this was a secondhand purchase anyway and it's BDG from Urban Outfitters oh, yeah, like yeah. it's not a fancy um brand but it's gonna have to be like another secondhand find like they don't make it anymore and the chances of it being brand new anymore dramatics and paired it with my little white sneakers and my jersey shore sunglasses and a smoothie um i wanted a non i wanted a colorful bag I wanted something that was like more fun here, but I tried on every single one of my bags and I hated all of them with this kind of outfit. And I feel like we've talked about before your opinions on the everywhere, everywhere belt bag from Lululemon are well known (laughs) and I enjoy mine, but there are times when I need something else. So like, where have you landed on your quest for, because I didn't want to wear my silver bag. It just didn't look right with this. And I didn't want to wear like a leather bag because I I didn't like the way that that looked either. 
So, so he, yeah, I, this conversation has been ruminating in my head. Um, for If it's not well known already on air, it's like the Lululemon <laughs> fanny pack. My main grievance with it is that everyone is just like wearing it out to dinner now with like regular outfits. Right. And also like just like the other night I was at the speakeasy. We walk in. Everyone's drinking an espresso martini. For that reason alone, I will not order one just because if everyone's got a Lululemon fanny pack on. I will not be buying that. Um, I have been struggling with that. It's been on top of my mind recently. I found an old sample from work that I've been using. Mm. And then I'm like, who am I to talk shit about a fanny pack when I'm using this one that like doesn't match any outfits? So um, no solution so far. So maybe we should. Okay. But like, I still need a fanny pack. I have. Se- I saw someone wearing a black quilted one. Like leather mm. quilted, and I thought that was cool okay. because it kind of looked polished, but it wasn't more so elevated. elevated that you couldn't wear it with sportswear. Yeah, so I feel like I just need—I don't think I've actually searched for one yet, but mentally, that's the direction I'm heading in. Okay, I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to put a like a call to action out on Hot Girl Hikes and see what people come back with. Oh, wait, follow Hot Girl Hikes on Instagram. Hot Girl Hikes XO. Oh yeah. We launched an Instagram because TikTok, I was freaking out about TikTok at the time and I didn't have one. Um, well, I like owned the account, but I never did anything on it. So yeah, follow on Instagram at Hot Girl Hikes. We talked about SPF And with that, today, that right? wraps up my outfits. Huh? We yeah. We talked about some S- SPF today. SPF, yes. We had crossover topics on our Instagram todays. Yes, not including my outfits, but I was wearing my new um, Skinny Confidential driving gloves with UPF in them. Which I loved. So cute. They, the material is really nice. I'm into it. I hope she makes a black pair eventually. But I guess that would get hot. So maybe that's not the idea. What kind of – are they knit? knit? Um, it's like a knit. It's like a scrunchy knit material. I could see maybe like a bathing suit. It, actually, a crinkly bathing suit material. That actually might be the best way oh. to describe that. Um, okay. But I like them because okay. they're really long, too. So, like, I could pull them up to my elbows if I wanted to if I was wearing a tank top or something. Um, Cute. But, yeah, we're all about protecting these beautiful, youthful hands. So, let's get on that. And I'm going to hop over to my outfits of the week. We are also, like, a mess and all over the place with my photos. So, okay, first outfit. I okay let's do a rundown of my life admittedly rough week last week i did not get dressed several days it did impact my self-confidence we know how this cycle Mm. goes was why we do this on Mm -hmm. the show um right so then it was thursday that's my first outfit photo that just puts things in perspective for you and i was meeting andrew and his aunt and his niece out for breakfast at like 8 30 in the morning so it was early morning call but I knew I needed to like actually put on clothes and I knew we were also watching a toddler. And so I was like, I need to be able to mm. move in these clothes. And I knew we were like planning on going to the park. So where I ended up is these like white utility Levi's that I've been wearing a lot. They're super comfy. They're loose. They, I feel like even sometimes when you have jeans that are supposed to look casual and they look up, they end up looking really weird in photos and stuff. I just kind of like how these sit and everything. Yeah. So, then that's where I started. Then I was panicking about the top and I was running out of time. So I was like, what if I try layering a button down shirt under a sweater? Gwyneth did that. Mm-hmm. Or no, not Gwyneth. Yes. Our coach did. With the Irish oh, okay. outfit. Okay. Um, 
And so I've never really done it before. I found a classic Luke, a, cl- a classic Luke. I was limited on my oversized button up options, but I have this cheetah one. Mm. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Pop, the, pop a color. Kind of with her monochromatic mm-hmm. look with the cream cable knit sweater. That's just from Gap. And then I wore my Converse 70s and my little coach bag. It was funny. Me and his aunt both had vintage coach bags on, but she was like, Cute. I've actually owned this since like the 80s or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so overall, it was like a very good outfit for the activities. We did, in fact, run around on a playground good. and the nieces love for me to get on equipment with them, which I'm more than happy to do, be a child at heart and play and stuff. So that was fun. Um, I do not think the Oxford shirt under a sweater it felt so wrong to me that I won't be doing it again. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not my vibe. And I can admit that. Every time I do it, I don't end up liking it on myself. I think it's that I need more space up by my neck. Like, I think I get – it looks too constricted and too um, severe for me. Yeah, it, it was just like – it. I was like – and I can admit, like, it's a, it's a cute outfit. Like, I don't hate it in this photo. Yeah. But just like – I like the it. The look on me, like the aesthetic. I was like, this just isn't – I'm not going to be returning to this idea. Mm-hmm. So then that night was the night that we went out for our friend's birthday. I had placed a new order from Naked Fashion, which is in a dash KD, like a Swedish – I was trying to explain it to uh, Katie earlier. I was like, they're definitely fast fashion because they produce trending styles, but they have a lot of sustainability initiatives. So I, I don't know where I fall in that. I should probably do some more deeper research. But yeah. that's where my favorite pinstriped pants are from. And those broke when we were in New York. If you That was definitely on an episode a few weeks ago. And those pants I love. Anyway, reordered them in a size up. I was like, maybe the zippers, maybe they're too tight and that's the problem. And then I was like, no, they need to be tight. You know, me and how I feel about tight clothing. So then I exchanged them. They had a sale. I ended up picking out some stuff on sale, which is how I got this top. And if you listen to our spring trend report, you will know that my first action item was to show off my boobs more, which this photo, my hair is slightly covering them. This was like end of the night. We were trying to leave, but the tits are on Instagram. If you want to go see that. They are I was going to say, I think you have one on Instagram, yes. uh, but this was like the perfect, it was like an under boob situation, which I don't think I've ever had a shirt that's really done that. Um, and it's like the top crosses in the center. So there's kind of like a cutout by the kind of clavicle area it's really bright it's a nice thick knit I think something I discovered in the past few months I have a lot of color in colder weather Mm -hmm. objects what am I trying to say colder weather like clothes (laughs) and this one is like a good transitional piece because I was like I can wear this in spring because it's still long sleeve but it has some cutouts in it it's bright Um, I pair that with these they now look gray which at one point they were like a faded black but uh, like these free people jeans that wear all the time that are more low waisted, and then I did my first ever open toed shoe of the year, which yes, uh, these are like Bottega dupes, but they're Mark Fisher. They're so cute. I definitely need to break them in though because by the end of the night they were giving me pink hurting mm-hmm. dang. And then I got this bright green bag that I won in a giveaway from the influencer mm-hmm. Kelsey Coatser, and it's by Manser. Mansour Gabrielle? Sure. Sure. They made bucket bags that were really popular a few years ago. Um, but Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I like have a hard time saying that. But 
this bag is like I love the color, but the functionality of it is like this strap. It's like should be a shoulder bag. Doesn't really fit over my arm. Kind of mm. like a really long shape to be holding in my hand or on like the crook of my arm elbow area. So mm-hmm. I struggle to use it. But in a col- pop of color like this, it was fun. But I don't know if yeah. I should be like letting her go. I don't know. Oh. And then the next day, we're skipping ahead a bit here to the last outfit. Okay, so then on Friday, okay. I had a give back at work. So our jobs, a really cool initiative they have is that we get 40 hours of volunteer time off a year. So there's a big push for to get out there in the community and to do things with teammates and um, volunteer time. So that's what we were doing on Friday. We went to the Boys and Girls Club. I got to organize a closet, which I thought was super fun. I heard that was an activity, and I was like, sign me up. I'm there. Got to do it. Organize the stock closet. Our coworkers were like, one of them was like, I need you to come to my house. And I was like, I told you I'm good at this. Um, And so because sometimes you don't know what you're getting into with these volunteer activities, I've been wronged a few times of um, some pretty intense physical labor. So it's always like an on brand you know head to toe you want to be wearing the brand and then it's good because it's sportswear so i have some of my older sneakers on i just ordered a new colorway of these the same model because i'm a big fan and i'm kind of sad to see these go but i walk so much i just run through sneakers every few months right um if you put a few miles on them every day it adds up quickly so and i'm like the first i'm like very sensitive to feeling when my sneakers are done with because my like back starts mm-hmm. hurting and I'm like okay no um and then we have these like joggers on which joggers I love but they're such like they have to fit right and these fit perfectly particular and so I love that just a short sleeve black shirt and then speaking of basketball this is a really cool basketball jacket and so it's kind of got like these snaps down the front it's like a long line jacket on the back, it's got, like, the big Under Armour symbol. So, it's, like, a pretty cool, more, like, streetwear-esque basketball piece. Again, basketball is the fashionable side of sports. So, um, love this outfit. It was super comfortable. I ended up, like, staying. We went to happy hour for a coworker who was moving to Hawaii. And then Katie came. And then we were like, let's have a night. So, we did. And then I yep. was, it was ended out just being at the bars in this outfit, which is, like, just not in my nature but it worked out we went yeah. to like some casual places playing games and stuff um and yeah overall good easy go on or um, easy go to outfit and then saturday we went to top golf for my dad's birthday and it was super nice on saturday the weather was like fantastic well it was like yes. storming but it was really warm i should say that was my Lulu skirt day. Yeah, that's yes, your Lulu it was skirt. like so good. It was like legs out. I like didn't know what to wear. Transitional time of year, always iffy. I landed on these Levi shorts that I ordered over the when I got those white utility pants. I had to exchange yes. these not once Ugh. but twice. Going up mm-hmm. three or four sizes from my normal size. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah, and now they kind of now they are at a place where like. I can like they can kind of rest a little lower than they're supposed to like that's what I wanted I did still end up cutting like two inches off of them because they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. like knee length and I was just like I'm into the long shorts vibe but not that long 
So then I wanted to, I think the next thing I put on were these boots. I was like, boots and shorts. That sounds fun. And then yeah. um, this like cropped jacket situation, old Topshop thing I picked up on Nordstrom. And I tried on three different white shirts until I found the right. <laughs> I tried on a bodysuit, but I was like, I need a little bit of tummy showing. Then I tried mm-hmm. on a white t-shirt and then I was like, I need it to be tight. And then we ended up with yep. this tank top that I could kind of scrunch up. So overall, I thought it was just a really cute outfit, and I really liked yes, it. Yes, I liked it. And I didn't get any compliments in person, which clearly I'm upset Rude. about. But Taylor was <laughs> one of my stories that she liked it, so I will take it. And then my last outfit is today, because like we said, I've been slacking. And um, this was like, a, I've been working all day. I went for a walk at noon showered and I was like let me put on some clothes and I pulled out all my spring stuff from underneath my bed mm, and fun. I started putting away my big sweaters and so these jeans were in there Katie I got them the first time that we ever went thrifting together before this podcast was born oh, when we were in Annapolis what a nice little memory I remember these um these are the ones that you're always like do I like the length of them and we always convince you yes yeah so they're by the brand Hudson, so they're really nice jeans. They were like brand new with tags. They are like a kick flare crop length, which I like. But they—that's why they were in the sum, spring summer bin. It's like it's just hard to wear throughout the right. winter. Um, and they're—they are more of like a mid to low rise, but they give me Carrie Bradshaw vibes. And so I Oosh. put on my favorite mules that I wear all spring summer long. My white t-shirt that didn't make the cut on Saturday. And then this Mark Jacobs jacket that I also thrifted um, up at Savers. I think you were there for that one, too. Yes. And this is the outfit that I was like, I've definitely worn this before. I remember towards the beginning of this podcast, I wore, like, almost this outfit, but with, like, an L.A. Dodgers graphic tee, I think. Uh, Yes. Cute. If you remember. So I was kind of like, oh, I've worn this, but in a different light. But this was literally just, like, I'm trying to... uh, wear things I haven't worn in a while and be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do I like this or does this need to go? And next on that list, which I'm interested to see, are those knee-high black cowboy boots I got in Colorado oh, yes. a few years ago because they're a round toe. Can I get mm-hmm. over the fact that they're a round toe? I'm unsure. We'll have to see. We'll have to Developing story. Developing story. So I will try to style those within this next week because... If you can style it and it looks cute in an outfit and you're like, I could do this again, worth keeping. But if not, why am I holding on to them? Then just, exactly. A bunch just taking up space. Mindset. I love it. I love it. And that's our show for the week. Yes. Thank you so much for hey. listening. And we will talk to everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. This has been a three beverage media production.